0: I held it Scott for the whole time howdy you're listening to come and take it a talk show about Texas by Texans where three friends born and raised in the Lone Star State share views on the history culture and just what it means to be Texan I'm Mike Zolkoski I'm Sean McIver I am Scott Ulfstrom this week is our 200th episode so to celebrate we're going to talk around the campfire a little bit about some odds and ends and things we love about Texas So sit back and enjoy a come-and-take-it bicentennial. But first, what do you hope to enjoy when Texas celebrates its own bicentennial? Well, I I tell you what, how about I meet you guys down at the Moon Tower for some cold brews with our good bud, Matt McConaughey. Uh, Yep, throwing out the invitation. Keep dreaming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just keep living, man. Just keep living. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: L-I-V-I-N. Well, I I think I'm going to enjoy everything. Uh, As long as I get to get a sweet belt buckle out of it, like I have for my (laughs) Centennial belt buckle, I really don't care. I think it's all going to be awesome. Yeah, well,
2: I think you guys are aiming pretty low. Um, I'm hoping that I'll be watching the entire celebration uh, over the space internet from Moon Jail, because by then, we've got to be on the moon, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Really, though, uh, I'm most looking forward to whatever logo and merchandise they come up with because uh, that's one of my favorite memories and one of my favorite things about the sesquicentennial. So I'm hoping that uh, the bicentennial has got something good.
1: The centennial had fantastic uh, buildings and centotaphs and things like that. The sesquicentennial had a really awesome logo and belt buckles. I just hope that the bicentennial doesn't just have like dank memes, and that's all they come up with. <laughs> well,
0: it's it's Scott has his... <laughs> dank memes. Oh, you hipster kids! No, you know what's funny is, is like Scott, you have less than twenty years to commit an intergalactic crime worthy of getting <laughs> you committed to moon jail. Yep, <laughs> I have they a plan, have but uh, I'm not going to share it with any of you. No oh, boy. The heist, okay. of the, the heist of the millennium. Well, look, I think the way we should jump into this is like it's been 200 episodes and we did a little something to break it up at 100. So let's talk about the last 100 episodes. Um, you know, what are some favorite things that, that we've talked about? And maybe what are some of the surprising stories that uh, we've uncovered?
1: Actually, so far, my favorites have been I really enjoyed the, the music and the culture episodes that we've done. My favorite ones to do still are is the two Texas Rock, Texas Rock episodes. I just, I just love those. Uh, I love talking about the music and and exploring that. I also really enjoyed our collaboration that we did for the Redheaded Stranger with Hunter from the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast, who we found out was actually a Texan, um, but just loved just picking that album apart i think that's always fun to do and what a great great fantastic album what a great time with hunter
0: well i think that's a good point Joe. i mean like everything history isn't just you know the alamo and davy crockett and those have all been you know we've done some really exciting history topics but it is fun to kind of look at some of the newer history and some of the cultural touchstones about what it means to be Texan. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that kind of
1: ties in with what my most surprising moment was, which was a recent one. Uh, the one, the episode we did on Lydia Mendoza, like you said, history isn't just the Alamo and Texas culture. Isn't just Willie Nelson, Texas music. Isn't just Willie Nelson or, or, or uh, ZZ top, which we love ZZ top and we love Willie Nelson, but it was surprising to see this, this person who I'd really never heard of, but the, 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 overwhelming influence she's had on uh, music, not just Tejano music, but just music in general uh, and on Texas's culture. So that was that
0: was really surprising and
1: pleasantly surprising.
0: One that's been surprising to me was a, a bit of a history one was The Lonely Grave of uh, Oswald. You know, when you start to look at the nature of Lee Harvey Oswald as an assassin and sort of his notorious place in history, but this whole weird dynamic of his oddball mother and like the the brother and the secret plan to, to bury him quietly that was, you know, ruined by the press and the threat of assassins. And it was really a, a very interesting sort of story to find this firsthand account from um, the mortician who ran that house that did that. I was just kind of like, oh, this is a little dusty nugget of Texas history I would not have thought of because everybody thinks about. You know Kennedy and all of the things that were happening there, but there was this whole other drama happening down at uh, at Parkland as well. And then I think from a surprising thing, I'm always surprised by the connections. So we did the Charles Whitman episode uh, to have the connection that my uncle had with the university and knowing one of the victims. That was kind of an interesting take uh, from that. And then right after we recorded the Flying Tigers, I found out that uh, I have a great uncle who at one point was a mechanic in the Flying Tigers and was over in Burma. And I never actually knew that. I knew other things about his war record, but I didn't actually know that he got his start in the Flying Tigers as a mechanic. So, that was a most that was a really surprising and awesome Texas history moment for me.
2: So yeah, you guys have picked out some really good memories of some of the past episodes we've done. Um, I was just sitting here looking at our our history and the history of our talk about history. And uh, we've had a lot of really great ones. Uh, We haven't really done this kind of episode uh, since all the way back in our uh, first year where we did our year one uh, summary. So uh, just kind of skimming through here, uh, right after that, pretty much, we did our big two parter on Santa Ana, which in many ways was the most interesting and most surprising to me because that was a, Mm -hmm. a character that I had not delved into in our history in that depth. Uh, Kind of the opposite of that, I guess. Although fun, uh, it was hilarious, but um, not so much uh, digging into the the accuracy and the greatness, which was our uh, five-part series on Texas Rising. Um, (laughs) It it, it was a good reminder of the good history, but in a way that maybe is not um, presented in the the best way. I also particularly liked our 105th episode uh, that we did with the guys from Bohemian podcast where we talked about Czech, Texas, you know, on my wife's side of the family, have got a deep and strong connection to, uh, the Czechs in Texas. So that was really great to uh, get some of that history from, uh, the side that, uh, you know, is not the Texan side, it's the Czech side of things. But, uh, you know, that was really neat to, to hear all of that. And then I'll echo some of the things that you said about the, the Texas rock episodes, uh, I'm not as much of a, a musical historian as you guys are, so that was great for me to to get get into that and uh, hear some music and uh, learn about some music that I wasn't uh, immediately feel familiar with myself. Um, but man, I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, every time we do an episode, pretty much, uh, I'm learning something new. I'm learning an angle of something that I did know, but uh, not in that way you know, it's like I learned the story behind the story kind of thing. And uh, I'm just eager to, you know, to keep learning and uh, keep finding new and uh, unpublicized uh, corners of our great state.
1: Well, I I have to say that possibly my most fun that I've had outside of just laughing with you guys at, at mistakes that we've made while we're recording and and jokes that don't make the air. Um, the most fun I think I've I've had with this this entire show was that live tweeting that first night worth of uh, Texas Rising episode that. and and my brain <laughs> melting out outside of my ears. But I'll say that I don't know that I would have been able to to make those tweets and to make those comments. Some of the things were pretty obvious, but there were some things. They wouldn't have been able to call out without that Santa Ana episode, without the Sam Houston episode, that that we really took the time. You know, Sam Houston's an easy one. We took the time to unpack Sam Houston over over several episodes, but Santa Ana is an unusual one. And that you're right, it's it was very surprising to find out everything that we did about the complex nature of that that villain character that really is one of the most fascinating yeah. characters in not all of Texas history but all of history so so to have fun though you know really ripping that apart and and the fact is that despite the fact that that show was not good at all uh, first of all you guys got some some Christmas <laughs> presents out of it because I bought you I bought you the blu rays at Walmart <laughs> but, um, we got eight episodes out of that. We got to five episodes for each, you know, for each of the each of the parts of the show. Was it five parts or was it three parts?
0: It was five parts. We did. Yeah, it was five parts. It was for Each of, of the
1: five parts of the show, we got an episode. Plus, we did some refutation afterwards, where we specifically tackled certain subjects and like the Yellow Rose you know, Texas. That, that, that was, was a good one. one. So that that was a, that was a good thing. So.
0: Well, well, the cool thing about yeah. is, is you know. That was a fun event to do. We've had a lot of things. I mean, the so two things I'll, I'll say here. One is is that the first episode was in September of 2013. So we're coming up on four years. And so for people who started listening early, thank you for listening and sticking with us on this. It's been an amazing journey. And for those of you who are just joining, you got a lot of episodes to catch up on. But... <laughs> Uh, but there's a little bit of something for everything. And that's what I think that reflects Texas. Uh, The big episodes are always neat, but you know, there was an episode we did on a guy named John Himes Livergood. And that just came from a random posting I found on, on Reddit of somebody looking for like biography about an ancient ancestor. And it turned out he was sort of this small local figure. He was an early Texan and a really interesting guy that we would never have gotten I never would have come across them in a history book or on a TV show or anything. But that was an important piece of small history there. And then we see a lot of these people who are really influential but aren't household names. Or or the or the con- the converse, you know, that Texas rock, question mark, was always cool because, you know, the guy who wrote Arthur's theme is, is from San Antonio. That's, you know, that's kind of crazy when you think about the guy, you know, think about the connection that these artists and people and celebrities and all the cultural Mm -hmm. touchstones and pieces and i think that's what makes it complex and beautiful to be a texan is that you never you know you're all connected as texans and then we're connected to that history but that history is so diverse it's so many different groups and so many different experiences and it all goes into this giant melting pot of what makes texas awesome and you know one thing that we've been able to do is also we've been able to
1: react fairly quickly on a couple of of things. Bill Paxton passed away very suddenly and unexpectedly. You know, he was a Texan. We all knew he was a Texan and all three of us really loved him as an actor. So we were able to put together an episode to talk about his life and what he meant, what he as an actor meant to us. Uh, and then the same thing happened when Powers Booth passed away. So, uh, And Scott took the lead on both of those episodes to really find out information and facts about both actors uh, and so, you know, this this gives us a platform to really kind of say some of the things that we care about and some of the things that we really do love and appreciate. Uh, and we can say those things about about those people and those things. Well, I think it's all great stuff. So, what I want to know is, uh, so what have we checked off on our Texas bucket list uh, since since episode one hundred, or really, you know, since the last since the one year episode? Uh, I want to know, Mike. The million-dollar question that we have for you is: Have you gone to Six Flags yet?
0: I have literally just been to Six Flags. Oh my! A gosh. few weeks ago. It's a miracle. I wasn't it's there fair. for long. I was it's there for like Texas three miracle. hours, but I had a a whale of a time with my kids. So what? What did you think? You know, it uh, was interesting because you could see the remnants of the old park when you came in, and the easily identified texas mexico old south france like kind of lands uh you know honestly like it's all batman rides these days but that's okay uh (laughs) but did you walk through the french section did you find it it was very brief it was very brief it's on the map but it was very brief you know it was it was was, the bathrooms in french texas i did (laughs) not in fact have to go to the bathroom i held it scott for the whole time no, I think the the you know it was it was so yeah, Six Flags. Check that off my bucket list. Bucky's has become a real perennial stop now that they've opened here in North Texas, and I'm doing a lot of driving. Um, <laughs> and, but I think you know uh, of a thing. So I don't know that that's probably my number one big check off. How about you guys? Um, I can't say
2: that I've done anything. That uh, I would consider a bucket list item. I did uh, finally take my kids and uh, my wife. We went down to San Antonio for a weekend. uh, So I got to show them uh, the Alamo and the the Cenotaph there and a bunch of the other landmarks in that lovely city. Um, I guess one of these days I'll have to take them back to the capital in Austin. But uh, so I, I guess you could count that as a bucket list item yeah. to share that with my kids. Yep. Sharing,
0: uh, on the, on... sharing Texas with your family is is part of the bucket list, yes. you know. Sean, you took uh, the kids to the show cave, one of the show caves, right? Right. So yeah, I,
1: I actually was finally able after my parents have lived in in the Austin nor- north of Austin Temple area for 20 years, uh, I finally took the kids. Uh, we finally went to the Inner Space Cavern in Georgetown. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to say, it was a fantastic experience. It was amazing to see the, the cave. We didn't do the full, full, uh, Independent spelunker hike because we have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. So, uh, but we did the 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 family one and it was great. The kids really liked it, which was shocking. They were not bored. They were not running around and touching things. They were very fascinated as well. So, uh, excellent, excellent uh, check mark on the bucket list. Now I got to go to the Natural Bridge Caverns in San Antonio.
0: Well, I I will say this: there's one thing that is on my list I haven't done yet, and it came out of a conversation with Sean. Uh, And I was, I called him one day because I was driving down south to visit some family and I was headed through Gonzales, and, uh, he had just before running, got to Stockdale and then cut off a back road. And then Sean confided me that he's never really been south of San Antonio. Yeah. And so there's a whole world that I've got to expose you to. (laughs) So I need to find a time, maybe this fall, we'll find a time to take a road trip. I'll just load Sean up, we'll head out. We hit the open yeah. road, and we won't stop till we get to Port Lavaca.
1: Yeah, so I got a subscription to uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife and Texas Highways, and uh, in the Texas Highways magazine recently, there is a, unusual places to stay, and one of them I found out is the former uh, priest's chambers at the at the fort at Goliad is now restored, and you can. You can it you can rent it out as a hotel room, and spend the night at the Goliad Presidio, which is and so it closes at five, and then you have free reign to go wherever you want after you know once you're once you're there you can go explore places that even aren't on the the tourist list. So like that to me is like wow that's something that's on my bucket list is to spend the night at a creepy old uh spanish fortress where a lot of people were murdered by mexican soldiers 150 years ago 200 years ago let's do it let's yeah. do it road trip it's, it's like 600 bucks a night so i'm, I'm it's not cheap oh well <laughs> sign up on if, patreon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like uh okay. the hosts of come and take it yeah.
2: to spend the night in hey, a haunted spanish
1: hey, we fortress can, Yeah,
0: we could we could indeed we could live cast. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be something fun. So in September, we'll be doing this for four years, which is crazy. Uh, So what are some topics as we kind of round the corner on 200? here? What are some topics coming up there? Some things you want to talk about? What kinds of history and culture do you want to address about Texas?
1: Well, I know that one thing, uh, our friend James, who has written a number of episodes for us, uh, James has, uh, is right now writing an episode on Tom Landry, who is the legendary coach of the Dallas Cowboys. So that's one thing that we have on our, certainly on our list. that's going to be coming And uh, you know, James, James will write an episode, send it off to us and then say, what next? And what I've been doing is just whatever is the first thing comes to mind that's related to Texas. I just kind of throw out to him and say, go, go run it down. And so, so he's been doing that, which is great. Um, I know that there's a lot of there's still a lot of uh, a number of movies that we haven't watched. We, we we are working our way through the Richard Linkletter library, so um, I know that we've got the Newton Boys, which was filmed in uh, Taylor and Slade, uh, Taylor and uh, Bartlett and Salado and another several other towns in Central Texas, and then the sort of sequel to uh, Days and Confused, which is Everybody Wants Some. That's that's on the that's on Amazon right now, so. I know we've got those on the list as far as the history stuff goes there's there's still some things we have never talked about we haven't really covered sam rayburn or Mm -hmm. uh or john nance garner who was the first texan to be elected vice president um we haven't covered lbj that's still on our list because i have a 700 page book about (laughs) lbj that i still need to read
0: maybe you could just find the cliff notes so, and yeah. there's a great HBO movie about LBJ that yeah, we keep talking was. about. That's another uh, one we've been wanting doing. to watch and do. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, as there's some other interesting pieces of history too. I think we've got some requests from some listeners for some topics. Uh, in addition to that, I'd love to to cover uh, some of the lesser. Mm-hmm. find some more of these gems of lesser known Texas history, uh, but also like to get a little bit of the culture stuff done and not just. You know movies and TVs. The music stuff has been really interesting to find some of these touchstone albums by you know legendary Texas artists. Uh, I'm also working on something to talk a little bit about. There's a lot of people who celebrate Texas history in a lot of formats, especially a lot of stuff on social media. We're friends with some of them. We send uh, notes, we try to share and repost. and I've become really fascinated lately with uh, a lot of the history stuff and the Texas that's being shared on Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, you should uh, drop us a line. We're at Texas Podcast.
1: And then one other thing we've talked about, and we just really, because of our work lives and our home lives right now, it's super, super busy. We've talked about doing some more interview episodes, doing some interview episodes in the first place of really of sitting down and finding some people that are related to Texas history or that know about Texas history and just talking to them about, Texas history subjects. So, you know, that that's that's a time and coordination issue that, that we just haven't been able yeah. to kind of master or tackle. Um, it's it's sometimes you know to peel the onion back for our listeners. It's sometimes a challenge enough just to get together and record mm-hmm. episodes, right? And record episodes. So, um, you know, there's plenty of subjects still to talk about. And yep. there's. Oh, I mean, I've got. I've still got the follow-up uh,
2: parts to uh, Houston Astros. Um, mm-hmm. Still doing my my research on that. That one's taken me a long time because uh, I take it take it take it very seriously. I was just looking at our backlog, and it was almost exactly a little over a year ago that uh, Volume One was released. Part One of the Houston yeah. Astros was released. So need to get on that. Need to get those out. They're yeah. having a great season this year. So. Uh, Maybe we'll have a really great story to tell.
1: And I, I have a question: Have we ever done an episode on the Houston Oilers?
0: Yeah. In addition, it would be nice to to kind of finish out of the next uh, in the near future to finish out covering something about all the major sports teams in Texas. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, we, know, we haven't
1: talked about we haven't talked about the San Antonio Spurs, who are world multi-time world champions.
0: We have the Spurs. Yeah. We've talked a little bit about the Rockets. We needed. To, we haven't done the Mavericks, have we? No, we haven't done the Mavericks. Yeah, we, we haven't. Have, and we haven't done the stars. We were also world champions. Um, well, let's close this out with a, a couple of interesting notes from some listeners, and we'll answer a couple of questions.
1: The first one we're going to read came from uh, Asher Wayne, and he said, uh, Y'all should do an episode on the cultural differences between all the regions of Texas. I'd like to hear y'all's take. Thank you kindly, and have a nice day. Well, first of all, thank you for properly using y'all. Uh, that was That was excellent Texan dialect. I think that's a great idea. Uh, Not everybody uh, that are listens to us are fortunate enough to have taken third and seventh grade Texas history. Uh, And so we're going to probably need to cover the rest of the country on the
0: mini fasted nature of Texas land of promise. Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) or you could just watch Bernie like just fast. Watch that clip of uh, that's true. There's that one clip of Bernie from the show. Bernie, where the guy basically explains, here's the five parts of Texas. Right. Your, your people in Dallas with your Mercedes Benzes. Yeah.
1: So that's that's one way of looking at it. The other way is, you know, we could talk about the piney woods and the the coastal plain and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's that's a good idea. Something maybe we want to tackle
0: uh, in, in the near future. Thanks. Thanks, Asher. And uh, David Mosley sent in a note to us a while back saying, hey, did you guys catch The Sun on AMC? This new Piers Brosnan TV show is about a Texas family between 1845 and 1915. So I think totally uh, we've seen the show. We knew it was being filmed. We heard um, that it's actually being filmed here in Texas. So it is something that that's been on the radar. But uh, again, kind of a scheduling and timing thing to to actually get in there and get it done. But uh, it's I, on I my will say, I'll say, I will say,
2: I was going to my- say, <laughs> say the same thing. I've got every single episode sitting there waiting on my DVR for me to uh, have the time to sit down and watch them yeah, yeah. So. hopefully hopefully sometime soon we can watch that and uh give it a chat
1: the next one comes from byron choney and byron said i'm sure you've been asked this before but are you planning a show about rodeo legend lane frost well the, he actually wrote this in right before we had our question which was about radio rodeo bowls uh and talked about like eight seconds um So the interesting thing is that Lane is not from Texas. Uh, He was born, uh, I believe, in Colorado. But he was married to a girl from Kwana in North Texas, and he spent a lot of his life in Texas. Uh, Lane Frost, for those who don't know, and you haven't seen the movie Eight Seconds, he was a bull rider, a champion bull rider, who was sadly gored by a bull after a a championship ride, and he died of his wounds. And his friend, Tuff Hedeman, uh, what? Who is a who is a Texan? Uh, rode the same bull later and retired that bull and uh, rode it for eight seconds. So, uh, it, it is a uh, bull riding is very important in Texas history. So I think an episode. You know, we could definitely talk up do an episode on rodeos in Texas uh, and the history of rodeos in Texas. Yep. And we would definitely cover Lane Frost. Who doesn't love cattle talk?
2: And uh, we got another uh, comment from Serena Bauer, and she writes and says. Hi, I'm John Himes Livergoods, four times granddaughter. Thanks for the great podcast on JHL. It was really great. So fantastic. (laughs) You know, to hear from, you know, an actual descendant of one of these historical figures that we talk about at length uh, is really nice to hear that someone heard that and uh, thought it was great.
0: Yeah. And let me just say this take time. Every time somebody sends a note and says thank you, it means the world to us, and it encourages us to keep doing it. And also, you know, tell us your thoughts. Let us know what's going on, things you want us to hear hear us talk about, because, you know, Texas is wide and diverse. So Mm -hmm. there's a million topics and a million things, and we would love to— to know what we can, what we can kind of dig into.
1: Yeah, and and sometimes we're on this very similar mental wavelength with the traces of Texas uh, Facebook page because it seems like the last couple of months uh, they we've had an episode and then they've. They've posted either right before or right after our episode, or right when we post our episode where we've recorded it but haven't posted the episode. Something that we talk about. So I think they I, there's just been several things where they've mentioned that. So Mike's been really good about jumping in and saying, "Hey, we we talked about that on our episode. Check it out."
0: Yeah. So there's always there's always more to the story, and you can always turn to us. Well, we want to just say from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you all so much for listening. Thanks for sticking with us this almost four years now. 200 episodes every Monday, and we've always put them out uh, just for you, just to enjoy. So let us know uh, what what you want to hear about for the next 200. That wraps things up for today. You can find notes and links from today's show at brainstable.com. We'd love to hear from you, so like and share us on Facebook. Follow the show on Twitter at Texas Podcast. Follow us on Instagram or go to brainstable.com and leave some feedback. You can find our show and many other great history podcasts at historypodcasters.com. Why not follow us individually, too? I'm on Twitter at Mr. Java. I'm Max Sean with two N's. And I'm Scotticus. You love this show. You love Texas. So help us out. Tell your friends and leave a review on iTunes, because that helps us out to find listeners just like you. And if you'd like to support the show financially, please visit patreon.com slash Texas podcast, where you too can become a come and take it Texas Ranger. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember that even if you aren't from Texas, Texas wants you anyway.